Geek Shock. Geek Shock. This song is dedicated to all you modern day troubadours out there. And I think I know who you are. I gotta get a job. I got to get some pay. My son's gotta go to art school. He's leaving in three days. And the TV is in Esperanto. You know that that's a bitch. But alienation's for the rich. And I'm feeling a horror every day. Hey, hey, hey. Kick and pull in the nuts. <laughs> that's a great name. That's a whole new definition to make. It's just like idiocracy. Oh, my balls. Is <laughs> it my pole? No. Yeah. That Welcome, folks. It is Geek Shock number face. 95. I am Master Torgo. I am King Vlarg. <laughs> I am the famous Paul. He's Jeff. Commander K. And Dave Rude. Uh, it's good to have you all aboard, gentlemen. Nice crown you're wearing, sir. Indeed it is, sir. Oh, yeah. So, hey, radio audience. Barry's got a crown on. <laughs> King <laughs> Vlarg. Wish you could see it. You can't. Uh, it's it's, it'll it's be very featured. plasticky, though. It's featured on an upcoming uh, That's true. show. You will you see go. it then. So, gentlemen, geek stuff. I know one of you did some crazy geek shit. What'd you do? Me? Yeah, what'd you do? Oh, you know, nothing, really. Nothing? No, I went to the insert coins, man. It was good. It was good stuff. Just opened up this week in Las Vegas. Just opened up, yep. If you're in Vegas, go check out insert coins. So it's a retro video game bar? Is that what it is? Not even retro. It's like even modern and retro. Sort of retro. You know, they got some old school games in there, and then they got, you know, the games you sit down and play, and you spend a grip on a bottle of, like, gin. Like two hundred dollars or something like that, but yeah. you get it for a couple hours and you get a bottle and you get uh, so pretty pricey. Play. Yeah, that's bottle service in any bar in this right. town. But then they've got no, a bottle bar service where you dance club. Yeah, well, there's a dance floor there. There's a DJ. Is there's a dance floor? Going to get nerds getting down to? Well, when I went, I got to tell you, I did see some questionable looking people. I've seen some club openings before in this town. And it's all, you know, TNA, and everyone's dressed in the nines. And you get some, you get general douchebaggery. But in I've this seen one, some club openings in my day. There weren't any douchebags, but there there was some nerd funk. Was there? I went with Deb, she's like, oh, it's, here it comes, some nerd funk. I'm like, oh, no. But I Dirty hipsters? <clears throat> well, you sure they nah, didn't, I didn't really maybe see too pipe it in? You know? Well, no, 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 the hipsters After were the ambiance. Maybe it was ironic funk. No, it was actual funk. Oh. Yeah. Was Why is it that all? everywhere we go, like, any, any... Geek event, you're just like you're you're fine, and then all of a sudden there's like that one or two people that walk by, and you're like, there it is. And those are the people that ruined. Those it are the, the ones that ruined my day. I was having such a good time until ruined right this your second. day. The news that's, will will highlight them and go, these were the people that were here. Yeah, and some like the comic book guy. They ruined his day because yeah. he fucks him later. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was a bit of hipsters there. <laughs> what? <laughs> So I was going to have sex with a random oh. stranger that had an interesting smell. The most interesting smell I've encountered is your nastiness. I'm stuck. Come on, we, let's get funky. We yeah. left before it got too busy, um, but I, if you're in Vegas, check it out. It's pretty cool stuff. Fun. I also want to give a shout out to the guys from Nerd Junkies who uh, were there in line with us. Nice. Cool people. And um, what else did I do? Oh, yeah. I also put together an entire terrain for my d right, your, your shit's getting re- ridiculous. Now he is oh. building... Warhammer style terrain, full trees plastered over foam for mountains. On you were just going all out on this, aren't I you? I spent a grip. It's ridiculous. On <laughs> modular board. 
<clears throat> it's a damn good thing you have a tolerant girlfriend for that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, any, any other any other girl no. I could clearly see walking in going, "You spent no, no. your money on that." Not it's be, it's beyond tolerance. It's encouragement. <laughs> it well, is, I know it I is mean, encouragement. Yeah, right. Like storage space. <laughs> that that is the unusual thing, isn't it? You know, I don't being park encouraged in my garage, to do it's that. Okay. That's right. Just well, wait till the summer when it all melts. Oh, don't <laughs> say that. <laughs> I want to go home right now and put in a cooler in my car. <laughs> now, when the leaves fall, it's called fall. Fall. This is Vegas. We don't have seasons. We have melt and freeze <laughs> and wind. A lot of wind. What else to do, guys? A win from Paul's ass. I got my copy of Apocalypse World. Apocalypse World. Uh, RPG tabletop from a gentleman named Vincent Baker, who's okay. uh, part of the the whole indie RPG movement that uh, these guys are trying to do RPGs that veer away from the whole D and D paradigm and okay. all the uh, less other high fantasy. Yeah, not only in setting, but also in mechanics. Apocalypse World is really actually very cool because it's got some very interesting character PC relationship mechanics um, in terms of how you interact with one another. Wait a minute. Um, relationship mechanics? Are we talking like sex rules? No. Although there are sex moves oh, in the game. Man. But they're not actually sex an moves? integral... Wait a minute. Every time Hold you on. do something... I rolled a do-her at the bar. going too far. They're not actually <laughs> integral. There are sex moves in the game, like listed. No, no. A move in this game is what the me- is the mechanic described to do something. So when you're doing something that you're going to be rolling dice, that's called a move. That could be anything you describe. Um, basically, there are certain types of move. There's something called uh, working under fire, which is where you're keeping your cool Sounds while you're filthy. under pressure. Yep. <laughs> then there's this. Uh, there's a uh, hot. Which is used for seduction and manipulation. Got it. They're sharp for uh, yeah. seeing things. Oh, sure. And then, of course, your favorite, Paul, hard. <laughs> <laughs> Roll to Hot, see if she's an actual woman That's or not. That's what they call me. Yeah. Hot, sharp, and hard. Put it all together. A <laughs> shard. <laughs> uh oh. You're, you're back on the sharding again, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. So. But um, it's, a, it's a basic mechanic, and it works on all the tropes of po- post-apocalyptica. So the whole Mad Max, uh, Book of Eli type of vibe in there. Is there a storyline behind it? Um, no. Actually, part of the, one of the cool things about it, it's your, the characters are building the storyline. You literally, in your first game session, you're building up the storyline as world. you pick your various types of characters. Huh. and uh, So it's whatever genre you want it to be. Um, well, it's post-apocalyptic because the, the, okay. the different kind of character types, they're called play sets. And you'll have like the brainer, which is the psychic burner who invades your mind. And you got the battle babe, which is anyone who fights and looks good while doing it. Tila. The gun lugger, <laughs> who is just an engine of destruction. <clears throat> and uh, the driver, this is the guy with the car. All right. And it, that's interesting because, like, in his car, stat bumps, you know, stuff like that. Okay. Uh, uh, the angel, which is the person who would do the healing and taking care of people. And uh, the chopper, gang leader of a biker gang. Hard holder, which is the... Uh, yeah, don't get excited, Paul. I'm not excited. <laughs> hard holder. He holds. sat up straight in his chair for just yeah, now, folks. Holds are actually where people gather around, and a hard holder would be the leader of that particular community. Okay. And so that'll have mechanics behind getting along with people, organizing people, barter systems, 
stuff like that. There's also one of the cooler things is the history mechanic, which is something that's incorporated in between the PCs. And like when you do things to help or hinder people, the history mechanic is what is rolled to see if you succeed or not, depending on what you're doing. So, Interesting. And the explanation doesn't even do it justice. It's really, this guy really goes deep into the whole relationship, interactions between people thing. It's very cool. It's a brilliant game. It deserves to be on everybody's best of for 2010. Now, being that it goes deep into relationship type stuff, does that kind of sidetrack the action or just makes it more cerebral? No, it, 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 contribu it contributes it because <laughs> the... Um, <laughs> It contributes to it because the action, <laughs> the action is part of the relationship. The action is part of the relationship. One of the rules of the game is to do it, you do it. So you don't describe... To do it, you do it. You do it. That's my motto. There you what go. They say yes or no? Hey, your motto. What's my motto? <laughs> Extra crispy bucket of chicken, please. Yeah. <laughs> I passed up the bucket. I went for a box. And a two liter of mellow yellow. <laughs> so Apocalypse World RPG, look it up, and uh, I think uh, it's called it's Apocalypse for, World. Yeah, it's not for everybody. That's definitely because there are there are things like sex moves. So <laughs> brainer, you have sex with somebody, you get an instant free brain scan, and you get you actually have a list of questions. <laughs> I and wish they have it in the real world. Wouldn't yeah. that be nice? Gun lugger, you have sex with someone, you instantly get a plus one to your next action, whatever that may be. Crying. Battle. Right. So right before battle, quick, fuck me. I need exactly, a buff. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but don't fuck the battle bay because the battle bay sex move is no one else's sex move works. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Cock block. Yeah. Ain't it the truth? <laughs> the ultimate cock block. Exactly. That's right. There you go. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. So it's a good game. I still don't know if I'll introduce it to the Monday crowd. No. <clears throat> you know, I'll come over saying it's going to be Gamma World, and then I'll pull out Apocalypse World. Ah. We wouldn't know. <laughs> Whammo. I've never played Gamma World. <clears throat> Gurp these motherfuckers. Gurps. Just straight gurps. up gurp them. Oh, that's, uh, that's Todd's game. He'll have to run Gurps. <laughs> I'm yeah. not running Gurps. Paranoia, now we're talking. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> Good. Another fuck your buddy game for Monday night. It's your favorite. Whee! I hate those so much. When Fucking you guys are gloom. Jesus! When you guys decide to play Marvel superheroes, I'm there. <laughs> he was not happy. With and, and, and who would you play? Well, I always played as Wolverine and the Thing. And the Thing at like the same time together. Yeah, like a horrible transporter how else, accident. How else can you cut through uh, Sue Storm's boobs? Boobs. That's what we always did. That was kind of our. <laughs> we always did. <laughs> it was sort of our meta game <laughs> was to find the Invisible Woman and cut her boobs. What? I can't boobs. What? I can't. I, I don't understand. Well, you, this is twelve-year-old Paul. <laughs> Role playing game. You could have fooled me. <laughs> I'm not Wait, saying you're a lord. So what's what's the difference between thirty-six-year-old Paul not and twelve-year-old Paul? <laughs> That's what I thought. A, li a little more money. That's about <laughs> a little, little more money. <laughs> more money. And not the wife. Much more money than I had. Your room is a little smaller. I got. A, I got <laughs> my room was a little smaller, but I got more shit in it. <laughs> yeah, because I kept, kept it all from 12. Hey, it, wow. you know what? At least you have a room to yourself. That's that's a good thing. Things have not really changed much since I was yeah. 12. When I was 12, I was reading comic books, collecting Masters of the Universe figures, <laughs> and jacking it. 
Okay. Life goes in circles. Uh, <laughs> in circles. That's more like a dot. A dot and then a straight dot. My life is a dot. <laughs> You're a one-dimensional figure. Yeah, it's not million little pieces. It's one dot. <laughs> dot man. Oh man. Well, before I get into the show proper, two things I want to bring up. Uh, happy birthday, Tim Curry, today. Yay! Wait, is that the same? No, it's not the same birthday as you. No, I'm tomorrow. Okay. And today's the day when uh, Skynet achieves sentience, according Yay! to Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. So that means nuclear Armageddon happens in just a couple of days. So. Um, I don't find that show canonical in the least. No. Can eat my balls. Where, where does the canon end, then? Where does the canon end? Yeah. For me? Yeah. What about After Terminator? three. After, so three is still part. Of it. Terminator, I like Terminator three. Salvation. Dude, no, Terminator Machines was not garbage. great either. It changed everything about the the story. No, it line. wasn't great, but it was good. Salvation is a pos. Oh yeah, yeah. You're telling me that's the worst thing I've ever seen. Everyone have a drink. Almost. He, Almost. He, he said right, that as much. As soon shot. as the lights came <laughs> up, we were, we were we were like all in the theater. As soon as the lights came up, Paul gets up. He got the pissed off look on his face. He's like, "Movie was utter garbage." I had, I, ruined everything. I have to admit, it had the stealthiest four-story robots I've ever seen. It was yeah. total. Yeah, it was the dumbest thing. <laughs> I'm a creeping up on you. <laughs> Don't go looking around the corner. It's not some giant crazy robot. <laughs> what, me? I'm just an old oil derrick. Someone left her lying around. <laughs> and it's not like they were Transformers disguised as anything else. It was just these giant four-story robots that suddenly appear and, and capture everybody. I'm nothing but a weird-shaped skyscraper someone's discarded. Pay me no never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they keep motorcycle Terminators in the legs of the giant robot? Why did they do that? Why did they wait? To let the, the, the to have the motorcycle because, terminators come out of the legs of the robot until the last minute. Because Gestalt robots are awesome. <laughs> and hey. that is it. And that's, that's what Mick G does to your franchise, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yes. Mick G, like Mick Gestalt. Gestalt robot in it. And speaking of shit, news you don't give a shit about. Oh. And I will. You think so? <laughs> Yeah, probably. There's always something in there that I'm well, concerned Well, we, we can't do a true news you don't give a shit about without talking Spider-Man turn yeah! off the dark. Yeah. All right. I care now about this. I've just figured something out. This is near to There needs heart. to be a remix using that old Nelly Furtado song, Turn Off the Light. I disagree. <laughs> follow me, follow me, follow me down, 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 down. You're, turn I'm, off I'm the dark. I'm telling you your opinion <laughs> is wrong. Because it fell and shit. <laughs> I tried to put on a spider play, no, no. but it went bad, and I'm fucking up Broadway. See? It writes itself. <laughs> follow me, follow me, follow me. Down, 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 down. Turn off the dark. Well, Turn if you want to see the travesty, <laughs> this is your last chance. Oh, 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 last what? chance? Well, for now, because this oh. weekend will mark the end of Julie Taymor's production ah, of Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. name off it officially? Not the whole show. She, her version of the show, uh, which is now being reworked since her firing last month. It hasn't even opened officially, has it? Nope. It will return May 12th after a couple of creative overhauls with the new production team. A few things that will be removed from the show Spider-Man. include... The singing spider, hopefully. The geek 
chorus instead of Greek chorus. They actually called him a geek chorus? Yes, called the geek chorus in the show. <laughs> I die. Yeah, look at that face. Oh, I see his inner child dying right now. <laughs> He's choking on some I chicken. I thought I had some fucking balls. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It is. That's spitting in the face of your audience. That's almost offensive. And, and what? Almost. <laughs> 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 I get humble wazza. Well, let me explain what the geek chorus is. It's a quartet of singers who stood in for Bono, The Edge, Tamor, and playwright Glenn Berger. So they will no longer be providing the musical narration. What? Okay. Yeah, so they were the, the avatars of the creative team. Ooh! Another major change will be the exclusion of Arachne, the villain based on the character in the Greek mythology who sang the song Good. called Deeply Furious <clears throat> that involved her getting into such a rage that she uh, put some shoes on. Basically, the, the uh, description of this part of the show... Arachne and her spider ladies-in-waiting become all-powerful by slipping shoes onto their many legs. What? What? Quote. All right. Also gone is the death of the Green Goblin, who will take the place as the main villain after Arachne is reduced to a guardian angel character. This move was actually a direct result of a focus group on the show. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Considering how well that villain did in the first movie, maybe you know, giving a different uh, interpretation uh, of something already knew has who, to do with it. Who in any focus group that has, knows anything about Spider-Man would say anything less than, this show is balls. Seriously. And finally, they're changing the tone of the show, which was apparently too adult and dark for the family crowd. Now it's going to be all campy and light. Probably. Yep. Yeah. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. So, like the 70s TV series Spider-Man Campion? Like? Or like uh, Spider-Man 3, the musical. Or like Japanese Spider-Man. You see that <laughs> I shit? I did not Saw see it. that. What was you that? You seen that shit? No. Watch the fucking intro to Japanese Spider-Man. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Looks like the suit from the 70s Spider-Man live action, right? All right. Except Is actually, this live action? Or? Yeah, it's okay, live action. Okay. But it actually fits the <laughs> Japanese Spider-Man. All right, all right. Japanese Spider-Man rides a motorcycle because he's fucking badass. Also, Japanese Spider-Man calls upon a giant mechazoid. (laughs) What? Yep. It looks like a fucking Power Ranger vehicle comes flying. And the only, the most whisper-thin tether of connection to Spider-Man is part of it has web design on the side of it. Oh. Oh. Wow. I thought every episode maybe Stan Lee was like had a cameo or something. Hey, true believers, are you ready for this? I'm in Osaka. And sure enough, our friendly neighborhood web slinger is at it again. He's on his motorcycle getting ready to jump his way into the heart of one Mary Jane Watson Park. But look out. Here from around the corner comes the nefarious. Dr. Octopus, a.k.a. Dak Ak, with his eight arms of doom, not to be confused with Dr. Doom, it's, a.k.a. Dak Doom, it's with his big angry gun. <laughs> you know, oh, uh, it's uh, by Affleck. Affleck. <laughs> Japanese Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Japanese wow. Spider-Man. I have not. I, I I. don't think I've heard of that. That's great. It's yeah. awesome. It's pretty funny. The preview's great. I haven't seen an episode full on. I can't wait to. 
I gotta find a pirate DVD of that shit. I don't know. I thought the Mexican Spider Man on. Uh, oh oh, oh god, god. that's funny. Oh. <laughs> it was so damn ridiculous. Hang <laughs> on a very side tangential note. <laughs> if any of you are ever privy to a karaoke night where laser discs are still being employed, oh wow, yeah. This happened on the cruise ship I was on two years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's one version of Reunited, <laughs> the karaoke song. Yeah, and it was right. so good, yeah. Yeah, except the whole video. You know how sometimes karaoke's have a video? That right. Yeah, right. The whole video is this guy who's poorly dressed up like Spider-Man <laughs> trying to save his kidnapped girlfriend. What? <laughs> and my friend Pete, he got used to this song. He would do this thing like once a week. He would, well, no, he, he tried to hold off and not bust it out of her, but he would sing Re-U-Spidey'd. It was the best thing ever. And then he would kind of, he would kind of speak sing what was happening in the video. He'd just be like, forget the song. And he just kind of dictate what was happening on the video. Wow. I swear, we've got to find that shit online. It is the worst. This guy's girlfriend gets kidnapped and he comes out as Spider-Man. <laughs> wearing sneakers. Bless them. Bless them for this. Someone had to write the script to this karaoke video. That's, That's what I'm awesome. saying. Re- great Spidey. It feels so good. Who's <laughs> you don't give a shit about? The bloggers at Quarry Girl busted Veg News, the nation's premier print and online vegan magazine. Oh, boy. They were running photographs of prepared vegan recipes that, upon examination, were in fact photoshopped stock photos of recipes containing meat. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. For for example, uh, Veg News took a iStock photo of a barbecue ribs dinner, photoshopped out the bones, then called it vegan spare ribs. From Corey Girl, (laughs) it's sad then that the pictures we've been drooling over for these years are actually of meat. Veg News have written tens and possibly hundreds of articles extolling the virtues of a vegan lifestyle while purchasing rock-bottom price stock photos of meat, eggs, and dairy, and other completely non-vegan things. Awesome. Aw, poor babies. (laughs) Maybe that's why why all this stuff looks good. Right? What is this? Because you know it tastes like shit. I mean, I... (laughs) And it no, looks I'm not like kidding. Shit too. Oh my god! One year, uh, anybody uh, remember soy steak? Yeah. I kind of do. Well, no, I was gonna say. Uh, one year, my buddy uh, invited me over for Thanksgiving, and oh my he's god. a vegetarian, and he did the tofurkey. Okay. Uh, and he tried to convince me the whole time. I had real. I had brought some real turkey with me. I brought a turkey dinner <laughs> because he told me he was gonna do this, and he's like, "You got to try it. It's really good. It tastes just like turkey." Uh, so I figured, all right, I will give it a fair. Shake, mm-hmm. sure. sure. I, I I had let him prepare me a plate of the tofurkey with the with the the vegetarian Just that stuffing. Name. I know <laughs> it's awful, but I sliced into it, put the tiniest little chunk of the tofurkey in my mouth, and promptly spit it out. Well, that's happy it Thanksgiving. Kids. Nothing like turkey. <laughs> he goes, do... and he's like, it tastes just like turkey, and yeah. I'm like. It's been a long time since you've had real turkey then, because this tastes do, nothing like So you were that family's equivalent of the angry uncle at Thanksgiving, weren't yeah. you? Just yeah. read yep. the box. Tofurkey. It says Tofurkey, then right down there with a little asterisk, it says, aged in a hobo's shoe. <laughs> 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 right there. They're, not, they're not pulling any punches. They know what's going on. Rancid shit. Yeah, it was pretty awful. 
Christ. Tobarkey. <clears throat> News you don't give a shit about. According to linguists, there are only two people left in the world. Are these linguists cunning? Who can they might be? <laughs> two people left in the world who can fluently speak Ayapaneco, a language native to Mexico. Oh, no. They both Don't live less than a mile apart in the village of Apaya in the Mexican state of Tabasco, and they won't speak to each other. Ah, why not? <laughs> oh, no. Manuel Segovia is 75, and Isidro's Belaquez is 69, and apparently they don't like each other very much. Oh, boy. A quote, they don't have a lot in common, says a linguistic anthropologist from Indiana University who is involved with a project to produce a dictionary of the language. Uh, Segovia, he says, can be a little prickly, and Valaquez, who is more stoic, rarely likes to leave his home. With or without any friendship between the two men, language death seems like a very real possibility for the language which linguistic professor interviewed by the, Guardian, by the Guardian describes as a linguistic island surrounded by much stronger indigenous languages. But there's still a tiny bit of hope. A National Indigenous Language Institute is trying to get Segovia and Velaquez to teach the language class to other locals, though previous similar efforts previously have failed. So if these like two old curmudgeons <laughs> yeah. don't get along... A language that no hey. one gives a shit about yeah. is going to die. Hey, say, Maybe wow. it should. It sounds like a Sesame Street It sounds like yeah. Esperanto. Anybody yeah. remember that? Yeah, you know, William Shatner did a movie Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. TV's I've seen that movie. Well, as much of it as I could take. I, I, I watched about 30 minutes of it. I'm like, I'm done. Because alienation's for the rich and I'm bitten poorer every day. Uh, hey, hey, hey. What just happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did we get from that? This, this thing is feeling happy. What is that? About <clears throat> the state of things in my life. But I'm working. I don't know what you're even singing. Oh, well, the six of Miller High Life. Just a drinking. And hey, Kentucky! I, I know the song, but I'm just trying to figure out how we got from Esperanto to that. Because it's, it's a line in that song. It's, oh, is it? It's a, they might be a line. Song. One single a. line. That's God all takes, Paul needs. Well, you know what? One fucking syllable, and I'm there with the joke, you guys. <laughs> it's not a joke. <laughs> it's not the truth. Everybody knows I do that with music too. If there's if there's a word in a song, I tend to do that. The, so. I think that was the first time. <laughs> That someone went along with Paul, I word know. for word. <laughs> Todd couldn't control himself. I couldn't. It's, they, might they might be giants. They might be giants. Ah, no wonder I don't like. What? Oh, what? Oh, no, I, I, don't like. I no, Barry Rob has no musical taste I whatsoever. Like I, f- I finally figured it out. I used to be offended <laughs> when he would talk shit about my musical taste, but now I know better. <laughs> he has none. I have this instrument. Whatever. I'll put that the... back in your pants. Wait, where's the slide whistle? <laughs> <laughs> and you still got glitter. You got glitter on you. There's still. glitter all over this fucking bag. <laughs> it glitter. It's a pretty Barbie bag. Oh, look I'm at that. For those bag. who can't see it, that would be all our listening audience. That would be everybody. Um, Todd got me a bag of cheap horse shit from the 99 cent store. <laughs> And, including <laughs> glitter sunglasses and this beauty right here. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, that was a bit loud. <laughs> it a bit loud. Yeah, you should cover you before you went off on that one. There you go. <laughs> oh, what? Do that again, Barry. For the listening audience at home, that is Barry 
diddling his flaccid wiener. <laughs> That's the sound it makes. <laughs> and back in the bag it goes. It has, a, it has a pin, a pin sized <laughs> hole in it that catches the wind just right. <laughs> I'm sure there's a hundred jokes in there, and I wish Deb were here right now. Wow. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, jean pants. What? What? Jean pants? Jean pants. Don't let the name confuse Those you. They're not pants. Sentence. And they're not jean shorts. They're Actually, they're, they are jean underpants. Oh. Jean oh. underwear. Gross. Uh. Because apparently the denim look is all the rage in Japan this season, which means true fashionistas will have on genderwear underneath their actual jeans. Genderwear? Really? They, that uh, can't be comfortable. They're available uh, online currently for $61. Yeah. <laughs> Crotch rot not included. <laughs> hey, feel the comfort of burlap against your... Exactly. <laughs> Bits. Your flaccid but you know what? <laughs> They're going to end up in a vending machine somewhere soon. Barry yeah, some, some can't wear those because there's a possibility that one of the buttons in the button fly could slip dangerously into his pin, <laughs> pin, pin slide roll Wow. Slide rule? Slide whistle. <laughs> whistle rule. Slide rule. Slide rule. Slide rule. Barry's is so complex, is nobody can figure it out. Western yeah. science and technology prior to the calculator. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what to do with this thing. It's so complex. It makes no sense. <laughs> well, at least it's not reverse Polish. Oh, oh. slide rule. <laughs> and finally yes. news you don't give a shit about Atari I care about that after reviving or attempting to revive classic games like Warlords and Yars Revenge is turning its attention to the 1980 arcade classic Centipede for its next project Human Centipede? <laughs> yes, I knew that was going to come centipede. up I knew it this is called Centipede Infestation a twin-stick-style shoot-'em-up for the Wii and the Nintendo 3DS. The take on Centipede is, believe it or not, a post-apocalyptic action experience that blends run-and-gun shooting with tower defense mechanics. In Centipede Infestation, players take on the role of an orphan teenager named Max, post-apocalyptically shooting giant bugs of all shapes, sizes, and leg counts. And in this Centipede, developed by Atari and WayForward Technologies, there's apparently a deeper story than just shoot the insects and try to avoid death. According to the release, during Max's travels, he encounters a young teen named Maisie. You done already. Who possess, you done already. Who possesses a collection of seeds that hold the secret to bringing plant life back to the wasteland. Wait, the girls got the seed? Max and Maisie join forces to grow these gardens and protect the last natural resources on Earth. Right here. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, Atari's been wow. churning out some craptastic games. Anyone tried the uh, Yars Revenge? I tell demo? you what, <laughs> that thing's a piece of garbage. I and yeah, no right. lie, no lie. Mm. I would say greater than forty percent of the development team on that game could probably really be quali- quantified as mongoloid. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not being mean. They have problems. <laughs> and we're worried about them. Some, these, these, that never these, checks this us. development team needs some help. We're worried about Atari. We because worried we're, the, we're, we're worried that there's a whole bunch of 
First of mentally all, disabled people. I don't know how they get back and forth from work. Because Kate, none of them drive. They're all trying to bite their ear. Yeah, given that <laughs> control scheme. Given that control scheme. That control scheme. You know they shit in each other's mouth on a regular said, basis. Someone, you know what they did? They threw the ta- they threw a Yars Revenge game in the in the pit that they yeah. have them in, right? Yeah. And they said, yeah. make a game. Yeah. And they all said, game, game. And then they threw down and some Jello and some mean, steak, folks. and they're like, woo! I made a duty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that is what they gave us. Xbox Live, right there. That's exactly yeah. what the game is yeah. like. It ends. The similarity to the old Yars Revenge game ends at the name. Oh, <laughs> not even that. It's not place. even the same. Fuck. I think Christ the name sake. is different. In that, I think Yars Revenge. A, something else. But is there? Was there an apostrophe in the, the original? Re, the revenging. I don't was there know. an apostrophe in the, the original? Uh, I don't remember. I can't remember. But I, think I there sat was. through like five minutes of intro story that made. Mother, no sense whatsoever. It's, but because they're too busy pooping and peeing in each other's mouths <laughs> over there at that studio. Okay, those poor stupid type of peepee. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And if you take Yars Revenge out of it and you take it as just a game, well, you know what? I think it still actually, sucks it's a lot. probably the third or fourth version that they either ate or burned because they're that stupid. What else are they trying to remake? Huh? What else are they trying to remake now? Though that development team is trying to learn how to drink. <laughs> Just doing like it all wrong. Water they're doing anything. quantity right now. Oh, they got to get the quality. So stupid. I don't. I'm really. I'm really worried about who made that game. Yars Revenge was straight up Atari. That was Activision, right? That wasn't like River Raid. I don't know who it was. No, that was an Atari game initially. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't okay. know who was made this new thing though. But I, I, I. This is the famous Paul reaching out with a helping hand. <laughs> If you can hear me, if you're able to operate the internet, which I doubt very much, because <laughs> if you could, you would know what a horrible thing you made. <laughs> but I'm you... all for equal opportunity and all, you know, and, and let's put everyone to work, even the mentally sure, disabled. Sure, absolutely. not trying to be mean, folks. You don't put them in charge of steamrollers. Nope. <laughs> you don't put us in charge of those things either. So nope. just to be fair, oh, I there you go. That balances it out. Yeah, seriously. Good. Send your complaints to comments. Well, at, I just, okay. Okay. How do you get? How do you even get a foot in the door when you've got human fecal matter on your resume? <laughs> yeah. There's no way these guys applied for this job. Well, they probably, they probably came from fecal Star Wars matter Wars. on their resume. They had nothing else to do. Like, well, let's just hire these guys. We'll get them cheap. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's a cost-cutting measure. Maybe. Well, hey, obviously, maybe it's, a, out there. it's probably Tordo, a tax write-off. This did not belong in news you don't give a shit about. <laughs> Apparently not. It's probably a tax write-off. Probably. Because you hire that many wards of the state, <laughs> and you are sitting pretty on a cash cow come, come tax man day. It's an equal opportunity thing, maybe. Oh. It's like, well, okay, we can make the AAA rated so game. they're the but GE of the of video game industry. Yeah. They're the they're the they're the worst in the GE. I don't know what they are. They're like someone's student project. The damn game. It's so bad. No, if that was someone's student project, you, you'd kill that student. Yeah. You have to kill. You kill them sometimes. in the night and bury them and wipe them away because, because if somebody found out that that person went to your school, you're done. Oh, you guys yeah. are making night trap sound good. Oh, guys. Yeah. If anyone knows night trap had some plot. I don't want to hurt any feelings. <laughs> We would never but, want to make anyone cry. But if you are on the dev team for that damn Yars game, Revenge, that Yar- the news Yars Revenge, Xbox Live. I want to know why it is 
They let people with greater than 10 fingers and or toes get onto this development team so readily. How many of you are there? How many circus freak, <laughs> pinhead, <laughs> super, wow. super slugs Wearing are Wearing hockey equipment. I mean, you don't play hockey. You know, like, I, 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 if I walked into the studio, I could see, like, people dragging themselves with their arms on a skateboard because they have no lower torso yeah. type stuff. Oh like, God. really, like... Some, the eyes no, are just you know a little That's too not far even fair Because that person is handicapable. These people don't know what they're doing. Yeah. I would probably walk in there, there. That's an insult to the handicapable? Yep. It'd be a bunch of baby food jars laying around. But none of them would be opened or eaten because they can't figure it out. <laughs> people just put a bunch of baby food in there hoping things would work out all right. But nope. No. The whole twist top thing is way past their grip. So they just throw it and then it smashes on the wall. So and you would, oh, there would that's be where you get window liquors you from. Would get, that, you get that, that phrase, that's an English phrase. And the place is probably swarming with ants, oh, like yeah. bed bugs. They don't care. Yeah, care. It's probably and they don't care. No, they don't care because they don't know. No, we, they don't we should know. we should really move on yes, at this please. point. Wow. Well, okay, so yeah, yours I think, you, I think you've made your your, your feelings. Yeah. Yours Revenge Development Team, you are a bunch of dummies. <laughs> all right. So just to put, just to, just to wrap it all up, you're saying the game is garbage. Is that yeah? Pretty much. That's, that's that's no, no, no. Because garbage, you, once in a oh, while... Good job, Jeff. Well done. Well done. You can just, just, just garbage. On. Garbage contains recyclable materials sometimes. <laughs> I, I know all of us here have probably found a couch or chair at one point sitting on a curb. They were like, hell yeah. yeah. But this, these guys are not garbage. All right. There's something below. Well, we're moving on. Scratch. We can geek. Scratch. Scratch. <laughs> we can geek. Let's get some good news for God's Please. sake. Please. All right, you know, good news for everyone who enjoyed Sunday night's performance of Game of Thrones. Yeah, HBO has already uh, optioned the series for another season. Woohoo! Woo! It was awesome. Apparently, a viewing audience of 4.2 million people over three airings of the show's first episode was enough for HBO to throw their weight behind another set of episodes. Buddy, let me tell you, I got HBO this week just to watch that. Really? Yeah. I heard it's titty-rific, too. It is titty Nice. Now, this current season is 10 episodes long, so it's going to can be assumed that the next season will be just as large. Cool. And uh, just as Game of Thrones made its debut, The Hollywood Reporter says that HBO has started developing American Gods for a series. This is the uh, Neil Gaiman uh, book that we thought was going to be made into a movie a few weeks ago, but it looks like HBO's got a hold of it. A uh, project comes from Playtone. That's Tom Hanks' production company. Yeah, right. The one behind Big Love and Band yeah. of Brothers. And that would mean the series would be a more complete adaptation of the novels, which follows Shadow, an ex-convict who lays out a battle between traditional spiritual gods and a new set of gods, media, technology, and television. And now the development deal does not automatically mean that it's going to follow through with the series, but considering Positive Buzz, other geek-friendly shows like Game of Thrones and True Blood, it's safe to be ca- uh, cautiously Television optimistic. will win. It's winning already. Television yeah. is the winning. Guy. Don't even. No, no. don't even. Okay. If, I, if I can't have it anymore, you can't have it. <laughs> Sapansky, you're about to join the fucking Yars Revenge development team. <laughs> <laughs> you shut up. <laughs> oh, already there. There it is. That's, that, that's the first step. No bullshit, though. Game of Thrones was awesome. Jason Momoa is Cal Drago. Yeah, that worked. Uh, I can't wait to see that. I cannot wait to see that. I still got to finish Menacing. the first book, but I, I'm going to. And a little bit of sad news. Uh-oh. Uh, BBC is reporting that uh, Elizabeth Sladen, 
who became the most famous for her role as Sarah Jane Smith, companion of the fourth and fifth doctors of Doctor Who. Uh, she died today. Oh, no. At the age of 63, she had been battling cancer for some time. Oh, man. Been, actually should have been the third and fourth doctors. Is that the story they're sticking yeah. to? Yeah, uh, yeah. Tom. I, I only got the information John they're Pertwee giving to me. and Tom Baker. Yeah. Is that really the story they're sticking to? Yeah, I guess so. The story that's, I'm uh, sticking that's to. That's terrible. Yeah, that's, that, is, that is bad. She had her own that series. That is really sad. Yeah, she did. Are you sure she didn't get taken in by... By a Dalek? Dalek. Yes, we'll say that. That's cool. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Not to be mean or anything. How's that being mean? Nothing. No. No. What? Oh, you'd prefer cancer to a Dalek? (laughs) Uh, How do we answer that? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Coin flip? There's no PC way to answer that. Let us proceed. Both both ways sound like a painful ending. Yeah. No, it's very sad. Uh, I just, I hope they're able to keep that story. You have no idea what you're talking about. What are you talking about? <laughs> None at all. <laughs> I'm being facetious. I'm being silly saying that they're actually covering up she was killed by Daleks. Which is not true. This or happens in the Sarah, Sarah Jane Chronicles, I assume? No one's going to... I'm just waiting. The black helicopters are coming, guys. <laughs> Miami-based linen technology tracking has patented a RFID chip that can survive a wash. They can be sewn into linen, robes, and towels as an attempt to curb hotel thievery. Oh, I heard about this. As well as to track hotel inventory. Uh, Currently, three hotels in Honolulu, uh, uh, Manhattan, and Miami are using the chips. Uh, The Honolulu Hotel claims it has saved over $16,000 per month by reducing pool towel theft from 4,000 towels stolen to only 750. Meanwhile, that's some expensive towels. (laughs) Eight guys have a tiny microchip wedged in their butthole <laughs> from drying off and after a shower. <laughs> oh, honey, but what we, the hell happened? <laughs> we were staying at the Lowey Lowey Ging Gang in. <laughs> what happened? Oh, after that pig roast, I had a terrible shit. And I, I wrenched over from toilet paper and it wasn't enough. So I dipped into one of the towels and that was terrible. But them la la gang gang towels are scratchy as hell. Stuck in my butt. Oh man. Uh, uh, that's, that's the group to. Uh, what? La la gang gang is Hawaiian for beautiful hotel with gang gangs. You know, I used to think that like those 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 towel thefts and robe theft things that the towel that the hotels reported were were over exaggerated. But uh, I gotta tell you, I was at uh, I think it was Tau Beach last summer. And they had some of the really nice, high-quality towels in there. Like, the softest towels I've ever used at their pool. And I'm like, I now know why people take these things. I don't think it's right because, you know, of course, increases the cost for everybody. It's the high price of cotton, man. It is. High price of cotton. But anyway, I, I, I now know why people swipe those things. Well, the douchebags at Dow Beach require soft towels. Well, that's true. A lot of them do. Video game developer Marvelous Entertainment generally known for releasing tasteful games such as Harvest Moon and Half-Minute Hero. Not Sume. Uh, they are releasing a new 3DS game, uh, Kagura. The uh, thing is yes. the official game's genre. This is the official genre of uh, Kagura. Flying out enormous breast drama hyper battle. Unquote. What? <laughs> pretty much sums it up. The All people right. who I coined... think we just saw something like that. Yeah, yeah. The, 
The people who coined the phrase are the game's developers, and judging by the revealed mechanics so far, they seem to have the point. The game focuses on female students of a ninja academy who train to fight evil ninjas sure. that are in the employ of corrupt corporations and politicians, so that warrants the drama hyper battle part. Yep. The flying out enormous breast part, well, that's well, it's a Nintendo 3DS after all, so probably not much of a surprise that the female ninjas protruding body parts, not just their breasts apparently, will be flying around in 3D. The specific mechanics of the game are currently slim, though what is known is the game is a side-scrolling action title, and the player can control five of the Academy's ninjas who can be customized with clothing that have parts that break off in the middle of battle, so presumably flying out enormous breasts can happen more freely. Wow. That old chestnut. <laughs> Sounds like something Paul's going to run out and buy for his 3DS. Well, i got to get a 3DS first, and it'll be a cold day in hell. <laughs> no, it's going to be a long time before I get into that technology. you yeah, still got to get your PS3. Tell me about it. Well, you got to wait for a good game to come out of a 3DS first. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, well, I, would, I would buy it for uh, Street Fighter. Street Fighter, But I'm yeah. waiting. The technology. Nintendo iterates on their handhelds too quickly. I've had my DS Lite now for five years and I still play the hell out of that yeah. but I went through three of them before I got the one that worked right what's your problem with the 3DS because I mean everybody's buying them up like crazy right now well the 3D is not so great number one and talk to Raw Raw said it was pretty good it's alright uh, the main complaint the main problem is uh, the design is not is so-so uh, just the, the casing and everything that, that always gets changed up for the better in the second iteration of the technology and the absolute big one is the battery life. You know, yeah, I've heard bad things about battery life. Three to five hours, which is not good. Yeah. Cold That's hero all. Bruce Campbell participated in an AMA on Reddit this week where he confirmed a remake of The Evil Dead. What? He said that he's read the script and it's, quote, awesome. All right. If Bruce Campbell says it's awesome, I'll go with it. Have you seen the Still Call Me Bruce? Yeah, I kind of have. Never mind. Sorry, I take that back. If Bruce Campbell says all right, I'll watch it anyway. MGM is getting Mr. Bond and Daniel Craig, who is contractually obliged to play, to play one more movie. It's back on track, according to AV Club. Sam Mendes is still attached to direct Craig, and the studio has set a premiere date of November 9th, 2012. So confident that they are in this new arrangement. In fact, they've already announced tentative plans to get together for Bond 24 which should be reassuring for fans. Why do you even plan anything for the year 2012? <laughs> uh, here we go. Oh, God. I'm just saying. I, I can't wait for the I told you so party after <laughs> uh, done 2013, January 1st. I can't wait for the Ah, the Mayans <laughs> were right party. We January 1st, 2012. <laughs> What's the actual date that we're supposed to all die? I, I think it's know. December of 2012, isn't it? Is it? Didn't like, we go through really? the whole year. Oh, is that how through, it is? I think it's at the end of the year. What a calendar cocktease. you got to go through the whole year. Yeah. Of course you do. We're going to have a yeah. Mayan party. That's what's is that going to coincide with the Large Hadron Collider creating a black hole to destroy us all? Might be. It was prophecy. Might Whatever. Be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, casting news for the upcoming Torchwood Miracle Day. Yay. Uh, joining Bill Pullman and uh, Mickey Pfeiffer and the surviving members of Torchwood is John Delancey. He's joining Ty the cast. Pfeiffer. Oh, Whoa. yeah. Q. On board. Get to the Q. Uh, most of the largest U.S. retailers have apparently reduced the price of the Nintendo Wii. 
from $199.99 to $169.99. The because? Pri- the price drop has been confirmed for Amazon.com, GameStop, Best Buy, Target, and Toys R Us. Last week, reports surfaced that Nintendo was gearing up to announce a Wii price reduction on the 15th of May. These reports indicate that the cut would see the price reduced to around $150. Nintendo has not made an official statement regarding the recent drop in prices across the United States or the reported price cut in May. Despite having amassed the largest install base in the United States, sales of the Nintendo Wii have lagged behind those of PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 in the previous one. years. No. Everyone um, owns one already, but no one plays them. Well, yeah. Engadget is uh, reporting on some um, rumored production gearing up in Japan for the um, the Wii HD. Yeah, because that's the that was apparently the biggest drawback with the current system is that other than the fact that it's a it's a kids console. Um, Slow down. <laughs> it's Slow your roll. The maximum output on Slow it is 480p. And with all these people adopting flat screen TVs now and full HD, it just really looks like garbage. game is not a kid's console. That's how we ignite the spark. It's a man's game <laughs> system if you know what games to get. Like? Yeah, well, I'll all, believe all, it when I see it. All seven of them? But at any rate... There's only about seven, <laughs> but they're good. They're rumored to be announcing it at E3, so this is supposedly an inventory clearing price drop. They want to get all of the current ones that are sitting on shelves right now out Hooray, Nintendo. You're awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I have nothing bad to say about Nintendo. Kevin Feige confirmed sequels for Thor and Captain America in the recent article for D23 magazine. Here's what uh, Feige had to say about the films in production. Quote, X-Men was the dawn of the new Marvel Cinematic Age. Iron Man was the dawn of the Marvel Studios Age and the establishment of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the beginning of that continuity. The Avengers is the next big step. Once all these characters have come together, it's the culmination of all that that has come before. It launches a new era and a new time in history for our films. Not only will it be the first film for our new home studio, Disney, they will be distributing, but it will also renew each of these characters and launch them into their own franchises, starting with the second film to be released by Disney, Iron Man 3. Thor will go off into a new adventure, and Captain America will continue to explore the modern world in another film of his own. We hope that holds true for the characters appearing in that film, Black Widow, Hawkeye, and the spy organization S.H.I.E.L.D., all of whom are more than worthy and capable of carrying their own films. And we've got a lot of other characters we're prepping and getting ready for film debuts. The world of martial arts, these great cosmic space fantasies, Doctor Strange, and the magic side of the Marvel Universe. There are many, many stories to be mined. First uh, word, of, official word of the Doctor Strange movie. That's what well, I was going to say. Nice. It's good. Let's, uh, glad. Let's hope these movies are done properly. I know. I can't well, they're wait. in the right hands. I love well, this. Yeah, I, I love that they're tying them all together. That's all I ever wanted to see with movies. All I was so I happy see. when I saw Jason versus Freddy tying together universes. And yeah, I Disney. want to see the Punisher involved in this, damn it. And apparently they're working on a show. Yes! I just want Doctor Strange to have a tie-in with Taco Bell so that we can get the Sorcerer Supreme Taco. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) What is the Sorcerer Supreme Taco? Huh? What's in there? What's on there? Huh? No, you you buy it, 
and it turns into horrible diarrhea in your car before you get a chance to eat it. It magics itself into its end result. Doesn't it do that to you already, Paul? No, but before you eat it. It cuts yeah. out the middle. Before you it eat it. I gotcha. Yeah. So you basically yeah, take it right home and put it right in the toilet. Yeah. I just, gotcha. You just put it in the toilet. And it's you go, a diet taco. And you go, by the eye of Agamemnon. Agamotto. Whatever. Yeah, him. DC Geek. Oh, no more. DC Geek, I'm a Marvel bitch. Yeah, you just fucked that up. <laughs> Shut your ass. Yeah. Give me your fucking Marvel card. Oh, no. Sapansky laying the hammer your, down. Your Merry Marvel Marching Society card is shredded. Look at this, true believers. <laughs> this is Stanley uh, coming at you from the bullpen. His Looks like Kirsten just called out Paul. That's for sure. Someone's not a true fan, true believers. Have him pilloried. Have him killed. You should. Remember, this is the guy that brought us feedback. Don't forget, next week, my superhero Stripperella is going to crap out another webisode comic. Doesn't anyone find Pamela Anderson attractive anymore? Hubba, hubba. Look out. She's 49. Don't forget to close it. Your catchphrase. Catchphrase. Excelsior. Yeah. All right, you get your card back. Well, as long as Disney continues to leave Marvel alone to do their own stuff, I think the f- movies will be fine. Here, here. Regardless of how Paul now, screws them now up. Now that you've said it, it's just been jinxed. Agamotto. Damn it. You're right. Agamotto. Agamotto. Domo origato, oh, Mr. Agamotto. Domo origato, eye of Agamotto. Domo origato, eye of Agamotto. Doctor Strange is a spell! Nintendo's peripheral from the Heart Gold and Soul Silver Pokemon generation, the Poke Walker. I know what this is. Is a mix of a pedometer and a portable digital pet. But I know what the thing is. I know what the story is. As it turns out, the pedometer half of the peripheral is better at being a pedometer than regular pedometers, according to researchers at Iowa State University. At a recent experimental biology conference, Iowa State professor Lorraine Lanningham Foster presented the findings from ongoing research regarding how the Pokewalker encourages children to partake in physical activity. The study tested various pedometers, counting steps on a treadmill, running at four different speeds, and the Pokewalker ended up being the most accurate at counting the steps. And Kotaku points out that the research is being funded by Iowa State's Nutrition and Wellness Research Center, not Nintendo. I have it on good authority Mm -hmm. from many sources. (laughs) Those Pokewalkers and the pedometer thing and the... The 3DS now, uh-huh. they do nothing but encourage children to shake the crap out of them they for do. long That's, periods of time. I've heard nothing but people owning 3DSs just holding just over their heads. Shaking it. It teaches you how to mix a cocktail, yep. basically, is what it does. Yep. Or, do, or do other wrists. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah Builds you up. Yeah. <laughs> got to start them young. That's why I'm waiting for the new design of the 3DS. It it's got to be waterproof. <laughs> now, where the hell are you going to strap that thing on you? So, yeah. Well, you keep it on your wrist. Is that what it is? Somewhere. Is that, that a strap? Or something? Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> now you, now you're no thinking of it. To straps. You know what? You'd have, to, you'd have to tie it on your wrist with a long tether and have the tether hanging down. But the tether couldn't reach the ground. Otherwise, the action wouldn't work. Yeah. Talking about jacking it, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds well, like a job uh, for the Atari development team. Atari development team. We're trying to develop a tether for jacking it to help the pedometer <laughs> function work while you're jacking it. 
I take my pee pee. Oh boy, <laughs> Atari development team, how did you ever even get in the building? Why did we accept your fecal covered resume? I work cheap. Oh, you sure do, Ward of the State Atari development team, developers of Yars Revenge. Oh boy, I sure hope you don't procreate, you freakoids. Oh, may God have mercy on your jacked up. Chromosomally damaged soul. Yeah. Oh, stop it! Atari development team that worked on Yars Revenge, you shame me to, as being a human. I am offended that I am the same species as you. Ugh. I am upset to know that I could be anything like you. Ugh. I would sooner have myself familyed with a bunch of tree dwelling lycanthrope. Yes, that's right. I'd, I'd rather live with tree werewolves than have to think I was your family. I like you family as that? a verb. That's great. Yeah. You've been familyed. I don't want to be familyed <laughs> by the Yars the Revenge Development wow. Team. I see, Todd, why you do this. It's fun to get it all started. Yeah. <laughs> And well, the tree like throats are first. good. <laughs> and then it devolves into something it's that when, it has the to move us on. The arsonist sees the car, the, the fire. <laughs> so we're all clear. Yours Revenge is a bad game. Oh, okay. <laughs> the worst. And finally, the guys at Penny Arcade hold two gaming and general geekery conventions each year, PAX Prime and PAX East, yes. with the main purpose is being open to the public. Uh, they've now announced a new convention, PAX Dev, specifically tailored for the developers. Huh. A little counter to the mission statement of PAX Prime and East, PAX Dev will be an industry-only event, though in an attempt to be a little less establishment-focused than it sounds, business types, such as retailers, will not be invited. Uh, from the PAX Dev site, quote, A few years ago, a group of developers asked us to host an off-site gathering while they were in town for PAX. That idea took hold, and from those conventions, we decided to dedicate the two days before PAX Prime to the developer community. We're shooting for a small, 750-ish intimate setting where digital and pen and paper game developers alike can focus on their craft. No business, no press, just sharing, learning, and debate. Well, that's good. Interesting. Yeah. I, 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 from, the, from those guys, I trust it. Yeah. So, yay. Cool. And that's all, that's all the shit news. That's, I'm going to start. That's all the geek news. That's all the news. That's all the news I got. That's all the news. Awesome. So that can only lead us to a big list. Big list! Wow. Wow. Big list. Haven't had a big list in a while. Yeah. yeah. I know. And this is not a very big list, but it's a very important list. What? The track list for William Shatner's new album with guest stars. Oh, yes. yes. Nice. When does, this, when does this drop? This uh, drops in, uh, it's supposed to come out later this year. Uh, last new was September, but that's malleable. Is Ben Folds working on it again? Uh, no. Uh, this is uh, William Shatner's, once again, got his vocal stylings upon the public. The name of the album is called Searching for Major Tom. Nice. Oh, it's due out later oh, this year. Oh, Lord. Uh, the full track listing is at williamshatner.com, where this list was compiled. Oh, so no. hang All on right. yourselves. These are the songs the original artist, and any guest artist that's going to be joining him on the track. There's our drum roll. PP with William Shatner and the Yars Revenge Development Team. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bonus track. It's you got to play it backwards. A bonus track. B-side. <laughs> the first track is Space Trucking, originally by Deep Purple. Right. Uh, Deep Purple's drummer Ian Pace has performed the drum part, and Johnny Winter is on guest guitar. Nice. Oh, Next up, 
She blinded me with science. She blinded yes. me with pliers. Thomas Dolby working with him on that? Originally by Thomas Dolby. Uh, Bootsy Collins is a uh, guest, oh, guest basis. Bootsy Collins. And uh, Patrick Moraz of uh, Yes and Moody Blues is guesting on keyboards and synth. Nice. Uh, in a Little While, originally by U2. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't know how that one goes. Empty. I think it's, in a little while since I... Had no. some sex with Edge in a little while. No, had sex with Edge again. No, a little while. Write me a terrible Spider-Man. How musical. dare you associate that in a little while. Awful song with you two? I'm gonna go join the Yars Development Team. <laughs> Lord. Next up, a song called "Empty Glass," originally by The Tea Party. Uh, Michael Schenker of UFO and Scorpions has added his guest guitar on that one. Okay. We not change Blow Street into the phase of time. Nothing. <laughs> Lost in the Stars is done by Frank Sinatra. Jazz legend Ernie Watts is on guest saxophone. Huh. Twilight Zone, originally by Golden, Golden Earring. Earring. Right. Uh, Warren Hayes of Government Mule and Allman Brothers is on guest guitar. Nice. Remind me of how that one goes, Jeff. Which one? Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. Am I stepping into the Twilight Zone? Remember that one? It's da, a madhouse. Da, 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 I can't remember the rest of the yeah. I know when the bullet hits the bone. That one. Oh. Yeah. That's, a, that's a what do you call it? They use that all the time on Coast to Coast as a bump music. George Norrie. And oh, uh, uh, Art Bell. Is George Story or Art Bell thing still going on? I always hear that. Well, I haven't still listened to him for a while, but. Gotta love the AM. I would always hear that. I, that, that when I hear that bullet meets the bone, I only. That's where that, you're at. You go I to hear that, Story. I hear that no, crackle no. of lightning in, as the father. <laughs> no, that's a part no. of the song for me now. That, wow. <laughs> we're back, coast to coast. Would you like a radio that works when you wind it up? How about some. How about some. <laughs> How about you buy some gold? Here's 20 more minutes of commercials. Oh, okay. Back to our show. Uh, so you talk to a ghost? Yep. All right. Well, we'll be right back. We're coast to coast. Hang on. Bullet meets the bone. Hey, have you tried this new sleep number bed? It's fantastic. Hey, did you know we'll pay top dollar for your gold? Caller, you're, you're online. Oh, really? You think you're a vampire? Well, that sounds pretty scary. We'll be right back. Bullet hits the bone. Well, it hits the bone. Very accurate. We're back. back. Hey, did you guys ever get a wind-up radio yet? You so should. The apocalypse is coming. How do I know? Got the devil on line one. Devil, are you there? Oh, we lost the devil. We'll be right back. We're coast to coast. Well, it hits the bone. I just covered the last four months of their program. Next up on the album. Oh, wait, also, Shadow People. <laughs> Bullet hits the bone. Black helicopter. <laughs> shadow People are pretty much their answer for everything. Oh, man. Bullet hits the bone. <laughs> shadow People. Oh, my God. You know who likes wind up radios? Shadow People. <laughs> That's it for our. Oh, we've done. <laughs> From the kingdom of nine. All right. What else we got on this album? <laughs> Please. Uh-huh. Next up on the album, Space Cowboy, originally by Steve Miller. Yeah. Right. Uh, con- <laughs> Bet you weren't expecting that. Uh, country artist Brad Paisley has added guitar and vocals to that track. Uh, yeah, that's the, that's the one. How do you feel about that? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, He's I, two foot tall of shit. 
I, I got to agree with Paul on that one. That That's my first boo Talk moment on there. Talk about your Yaris Revenge development team. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, going back a little, a Rocket Man, originally by Elton John. Elton, he's already that done that one. Yeah, yeah, but he's, he's redoing it while well, he's covering his cover. With Elton John? No. Oh. <laughs> How awesome is that? Who's he doing it with? Uh, nobody on it's that. It's just him. Isn't he? he doesn't need to do it with anybody. Uh, Space Oddity, originally by David Bowie. A Richie Blackmore of Deep Purple has added yeah. guest guitar. Uh, Alan Parsons is adding keyboards. Nice. Wow. Ground control to Major Tom. Uh, Spirit in the Sky, originally by Norman Greenbaum. Peter right. Frampton is playing guitar in this really? track. Really? Whoa. <laughs> Does Frampton come alive on that one? Uh, Silver you? Machine, originally by Hawkwind, is going to be on that one. Uh, Vanilla Fudge, Wind. Rod Stewart drummer, uh, Carmine Apice is adding hit drum part. <laughs> You mean yeah, in the I kitchen? That yeah, that's, that's I cut a hawk cool. in the kitchen earlier. <laughs> that it was, blew over the paper towel. Uh, don't light a match. <laughs> Buffalo wind. Major Tom, originally by uh, originally yeah, by Peter, Peter Schilling. Schilling. Uh, the guitarist from the Strokes is adding a guitar to this track. Also, Zach Wild of Ozzy Osbourne of Black Label Society. Nice. And uh, Mike Inez of Allison Chains have contributed to this wow. track. <clears throat> uh, Learning to Fly, originally by Pink Floyd. Uh, Edgar Froys of Tangerine Dream has played guitar and keyboards oh. for this track. Wow, Tangerine Dream. Nice. Uh, Mr. Spaceman, originally by The Birds. Uh, Dave Davies of The Kinks, adding guitar to this track. Iron Man, originally by Black Sabbath. Once again, Zach Wilde playing guitar and did vocal for this track. Nice. Planet Earth, originally by Duran Duran. Yeah. Uh, Steve Howe, guitarist of Yes, played guitar on this track. Uh, Walking on the Moon by The Police. Uh, toots of Toots and the Maytals have added a gust Ooh. vocal. And finally, Mrs. Major Tom, a female singer to add to the track to be announced. Really? I'm, oh, wow. My money's on Macy Gray. <laughs> I never heard of Mrs. Major Tom. My money's on Kellis, you know, the milkshake to the R girl. <laughs> She's going to be backing that one up. Who else would be a good female? Kesha. She'd be. Kesha. Oh, perfect. dude, Kesha. Kesha's no. all right. Uh, how did I know? How did I know? <laughs> yeah. You would like Kesha. It's the same guy who's got you know a hard on for Belladonna. She's a just about as dirty. She's a filth monster. Walk she's through, <laughs> walk through <laughs> Caesar's Palace someday. You'll hear ten Kesha songs and you'll never want to hear another one again. I feel so you. you tell me that again in another couple I, of weeks. I feel she's so you. dirty. Oh, awful. Yeah. She's made a career out of looking filthy. Yeah, she's pretty gross. Good. What are you going to do? She feels like P. Diddy. What can you help do? Yep. <laughs> That's all I got. What you got? Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. Of course, watch the Ugly Couch Show itself. Tell you what to watch, what to read, what to play. The good stuff. No shit news there. Spread our filth across the interwebs. <laughs> Put it out there for all to be pained by. That's yeah, out there, all right. Damn And if you. this this couch ca- or this uh, geek shock hasn't turned you off by now, uh, <laughs> friend us on Facebook. And if this geek shock <laughs> has turned you on by now, friend me on Facebook and send me your pictures, your filthy pictures. Because let's not forget, once we hit a thousand yes. friends, three random people will be chosen to receive an uber awesome, awesome prize. A pack. Filthy picture of Paul. No, that's not a prize. That's <laughs> a that's punishment. that's a punishment right there. That's right. If we don't get a thousand friends by the end of this week, <laughs> you all get a picture. Don't get a thousand. You friends. all get a picture. I will personally drive a live chicken into your front door. 
What? You heard me. I, yeah, no, I promise I, not a threat. I what just got mean? it. Huh? It, no. Yeah, I'll drive it's, a live it's, chicken it's into awful. your front door. You practice in Santeria or something? No, no I don't practice Santeria. Not enough <laughs> crystal ball. Maybe that's where that ends. I did have a million dollars, but I spent it all. What he man figures? And that's it for this Geek Shock. I am Master Torgo. The famous Paul. It is Jeff. Commander K. And Dave Raider. Oh, Jesus. The Yard's Revenge guys are... Just love you. They don't know how to hear this. <laughs> they, they are drooling mongrel boys. They don't know how to hear this. They're so dumb. <laughs> I really can't believe that game is on the Xbox. Because half their dev kits are covered in spit <laughs> and... And, and sand. sand. <laughs> and the occasional little gold star for eating their asparagus. Oh, boy. You Yars Revenge developers. <laughs> wow. You have really lowered the bar. Just across the board, lowered the bar. Isn't I have the name of that show, Spartacus Spitting Sand. Of a yeah. development lab full of computers, <laughs> and then these people coming in with their pants dragging down on their ankles with shit like trailing down their leg. Beating on the keyboards with wiffle ball bats. There should be a way. Who is it? It's one of the one of the great one of the great designers. What's his name? I see. I saw him at the at the classic game convention a couple uh, times. Nolan. Nolan uh, the guy who made Yars Revenge. Oh. Oh. Uh, Nolan Bush. No, no starts no. with a W. His last name starts with a W. Uh, not Wozniak. Will Wright. No. Oh. Fuck. This is terrible. I am shaming myself <laughs> oh, right here, terrible. not remembering there the name of the go. developer. Now who's the guy who does? I know. Well, but he should sue for defamation of the game that he made yeah. so great because it's terrible. And wh- wh- where was I listening to? I was listening to the 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 CAG cast, cheap ass gamer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, cheapy and uh, uh, the, the good story. The, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Drake. 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 Thank